Hello loves, welcome or welcome back to your Downtime with Joy. We've officially made it through our first week of January and only 360 days left. (laughs) I hope your week has been enjoyable as well as productive. I know mine has been and it has me in very high spirits. This past week, as I've been scrolling through social media, there has been multiple individuals posting things such as, 2023 is our year, or this is the year of curses being broken. And seeing these people from around the world, different ages and all, post those things, have me in a state of wonderment. I can really feel that this is the year of major progressing and advancing in all aspects of life. And that's all I'm proclaiming the rest of this year. So, let's get into the tea. This whole month, for some people, is the start of their infamous resolutions. But to start a healthy habit or push for a new goal, it doesn't have to be the new year. Only you can decide when you're fully going to commit to putting in the time to actually change. Most resolutions that are on the top of some's list are to lose weight, to quit smoking, better saving and managing their money, and more. The tips I'm going to share today are some that I have put into effect already and some that I hope to start through my thorough research. The most important thing is what you believe you are actually capable of doing and completing. Studies have shown that 69% of American adults have less than $1,000 in their savings. We all know that the cost of living has increased exponentially due to labor shortages and surging consumer demands. So, in order to save and have extras to manage, you need more income. So here's some side hustles I've actually tested and proved to bring actual results. And no, Sally, this message isn't sponsored. So here's some free advertising. First, we have Upshift. It's a trending and growing app that allows you to pick your own schedule and work where you want. They are moving around to all states, so look out for listings in your area. I just recently applied and went through their process and honestly can say it is a great opportunity for an individual to pick up extra shifts. Second, we have gotranscript.com. It offers many tasks for freelancers to transcribe and translate audio clips, videos, and more. The average pay rate is 60 cents per minute. So if you transcribe an hour and 20 minute movie, you'll earn close to 50 bucks. Third, we have DoorDash. Everyone has used DoorDash once or twice to deliver their lunch or dinner. So you know the concept of it. Depending on time of day and area, you can make a decent amount on the side. And last but not least, we have Lyft or Uber. These two apps offer mobility as a service. If you have a car that's in good standings, why not? Use that to make extra money helping out individuals in your area. I also understand why some don't, but it is an opportunity to use your car as an asset. 
If you can't add more to your plate at the moment, that's understandable. There's something else you can do. Put your money where you can't get to it. So where's it going to go? A high interest savings account. It means exactly what it's called. It's a type of savings account that offers better than average interest rates on deposits. The national average savings rate as of October 2022 is 0.21% annual percentage yield. According to the Federal Deposit Insurance Corps, most people start their high interest savings account in the bank they are already with, and others try to start one with the highest percentage available. Majority of the banks that do have high rates are online based due to the advancement of technology. But some that are well known are Citibank, Capital One, and Discover. There are a few pros and cons of having one of these accounts. Some pros are, you don't have to start with much. Adding $20 every week goes a long way. A high interest rate, of course, and they charge fewer fees than traditional accounts. Some cons are interest rates can fluctuate. No one knows when. Limited withdrawals, only up to six a month without incurring a penalty fee. And they have long transfer times, typically between 24 to 48 hours. So go ahead and give your money a little boost. Why not? Now, lastly, for the individuals that don't quite trust banks, this is for you. <laughs> this has been around for some time, but like most things that were done back in the day, they are making their way right back around. It's Dave Ramsey's cash budgeting system, also known as cash envelope stuffing. I've been seeing multiple people start this system and wind up saving 10 to 20,000 a year. Of course, everyone's financial situation is different, but doesn't mean you can't save. So what is cash stuffing? It's a way to track exactly how much money you have or are spending in each category for the month by tucking it away in an envelope. So how this works, there are only four steps and only a few supplies needed. Most people go and buy a budget binder with envelopes already in it online for like 30, sorry, $13 at most. Or you can be real simple and just use paper envelopes. You'll also need a notebook and pen. Each envelope needs a tracker sheet as well. To start out your budgeting, here's the steps. First, think of the budget categories that you need to put a cash envelope for. Things like car maintenance, rent, and groceries. Step two, figure out your budget amounts. If groceries tend to zap all your money, come up with an amount you'll spend and stick to it. Or if you know impulse buys tend to have you overspend, then set aside only a certain amount for that and stick to it. Step three, create and fill the envelopes with the amounts you set. Let's say you budget $400 a month on groceries and you get paid every week. Each week at $100 to your groceries envelope 
and that's starting your budget. Now the whole point of this is that you stick to the amounts you've set. For example, you get to Kroger's and once you rung up, the total is $165 and you only brought $150 with you. That means you have to put some things back to make it what you have. It's better than ruining the whole budget for the month. So no money comes out of the groceries envelope unless you're going to your Kroger's, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Now if you happen to not use all of the grocery money, then all change goes back to that envelope. And the last step is just to remember that you can only spend what you've put in that specific envelope. So when your money is gone, it's gone. So if you find yourself needing to go to the store when your envelope money is gone, try raiding your fridge or pantry to whip up a meal instead. This system is best to keep you on track, enforcing discipline, hold you accountable, and makes it hard to overspend. Find creative ways to make your money stretch when those envelopes are getting low. Other questions people ask when starting this system out are, what if I have money left over at the end of the month? Then that's great. You can put it towards something else in your categories or just have extra for that monthly budget. What about my purchases that have to be paid online? No worries. Two ways you can do this. Either when you first calculate your budget, all of the fixed expenses like rent, car note, or insurance, the amounts from that paycheck, leave them in your account and take out the rest. Or when you take all your cash out and the amounts for the fixed expenses that you set aside that month, deposit them in when it's time to pay that bill. Now you have all the ways and steps to increase your finances and have better control of them. I'm proclaiming that this is the year we are becoming financially free. If you have enjoyed your time with me, please leave a rate and review or share this with the person that you know needs to hear this. <laughs> Thank you for listening, loves. And remember, keep a little joy in your heart.